Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's uh, been a head-scratcher uh, as far as uh, Hamilton City Council's del- dealings with uh, the Waterfront Trust over the last couple of years, let alone months. But uh, some interesting movement uh, this week. First of all, we found out earlier in the week that the chairman of the uh, Waterfront Trust actually resigned last month, but forgot to tell anybody about it. The board didn't think it was, I guess, that important for the public to know about it. And uh, then the council decision on Wednesday to actually buy back the land that some people are suggesting that they may already have and exactly what the ramifications of that are. John Best has been following this story for years now. John, of course, is the publisher of the Bay Observer, joining us here on the Bill Kelly Show to give us his take on this morning. John, how are you today? I'm well, Bill. Thank you. Let's, uh, I may, let, let me ask you about the chairmanship, first of all, when Bob Charters uh, stepped down in December. Uh, and, and, of course, we didn't find out about it until just a couple of days ago, which I thought was rather shocking. I mean, this is a, a board that's using taxpayers' money, and they kept talking about accountability. And I think the last time they appeared before city council, uh, the board member, now who's the chairman, uh, Jason Farr, the councillor for Ward 2, uh, was going on and on about transparency and we're going to do a better job, et cetera. And just a couple of weeks later, this happens. Uh, what's that tell you? Well, it, it tells me it's business as usual. I mean, this organization never goes through the front door on anything. And uh, it's just, you know, more bad news. Uh, you know, I think you interview people that have better PR credentials than I do. But uh, the one thing I do know about public relations, that if your strategy is that nobody's going to find out, it's a really bad PR strategy. Well, clearly. Uh, so they've moved on from that, and, and it was just, oh, that was a hiccup, too bad, so sad. But then, then the council decision on Wednesday, which I think caught a lot of people off guard, and if, judging from what I'm seeing on social media right now, it caused an awful lot of head-scratching. People say, what the heck did they do, and why did they do this? And that being, of course, uh, the council decision to actually buy back the land uh, that uh, the Waterfront Trust had leased uh, for the tune of, well, considerable amount of money. Uh, that uh, that essentially is going to go into the pockets of the Waterfront Trust. Uh, what's what's going on there? Well, I, I think the, the, the longer-term play is uh, essentially that the properties that are now occupied by the Waterfront Trust, the uh, former Discovery Center, and uh, eventually even uh, the Williams Coffee uh, operation, I think are eventually uh, the plan is to sell them uh, to a developer. So uh, they've, they've put in clauses uh, on both properties that have a get-out clause. Uh, there, there's a 15-year lease extension on Williams, but there's also a get-out clause. Uh, and also with the, uh, with the Discovery Center, the plan is to pay roughly 230000 a year um, to the Waterfront Trust uh, as, as paying out the lease up to $3, three million dollars. But there's also a clause there that if that property is sold, uh, then the then uh, there'll be a lump sum payment to the Waterfront Trust. But I guess the point is, uh, if you get rid of all those properties, now the question, which I've asked before, is what does the Waterfront Trust do if it doesn't even have the Williams Coffee Pub? I mean, what is the long-term play? Well, It you, sounds like it's to put it out of business. Well, this is the thing that I'm finding a little frustrating and, and quizzical. Uh, because they, when they were doing the planning for this, this very, you know, high level planning for Pier 8, uh, you know, all the stuff about this condo here and there's a commercial here and things of this, they, being the city, made a point of saying that the Waterfront Trust has to be a partner in this. Well, if they just bought them out, why are they even at the table? 
uh, hard to say. And you know, and and in terms of the buying them out, um, it it it's just part of a, a longer term pattern. I mean, uh, to my mind, the waterfront trust is a creature of the city. Uh, this notion about it being an arm's length organization, I don't think I'll hold water uh, if it ever got tested in court. Uh, what they should have done was simply dissolve the waterfront trust, and they could have saved the three million dollars because it's their it's their organization. They control it. In fact, they just passed a, a governance uh, change that that would cut out the uh, port authority. So it's one hundred percent a creature of the city. All they have to do is wind it down, and they can save. They can put their three million dollars back in their pocket. Well, this is really just taking the money out of one pocket and putting it in the other, isn't it? Well, it's taking the money out of our pocket and well, yeah, it in, uh, yeah. So it's the the whole thing's crazy. Um, you know, I think we should stop calling it the Hamilton Waterfront Trust. It's essentially Werner Plessel and the two guys on council that are propping it up. That that's what the Waterfront Trust is. It's not a room full of guys walking around with white hard hats on and uh, you know plans under their shoulders and uh, all that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, all you got to do is look at one of their meetings. There's three or four people sitting at the end of a boardroom table cooking all this stuff up. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.